This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, June 21st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Boost proposed for EPA and land agencies. U.S. supports pork producers in Supreme Court case and legislators support extending school meal waivers. Major boosts proposed for EPA and land agencies. House appropriators are proposing big increases for the Environmental Protection Agency and Interior Department as a part of a fiscal 23 spending bill. EPA would get $11.5 billion, that's a $2 billion or 21% increase in funding over the current fiscal year. Some $301 million in FY23 would be allocated for environmental justice work, an increase of $201 million in one year. The Interior Department would get $16.6 billion in FY23, a 14% increase over the current fiscal year. The Bureau of Land Management would get $1.5 billion, including $81 million for sage-grouse conservation. The Fish and Wildfire Service would get $1.9 billion. Now take note, wildland fire management would be funded at $6.4 billion, which would be a 13% increase over FY22. So what's next? Well, the House Interior Environment Appropriations Subcommittee will consider the bill this afternoon. Legislators push House leadership to support extending school meal waivers. 22 House Democrats and one Republican are asking the two highest-ranking members of the chamber to support a year-long extension to school meal waivers, which are currently set to run out on June 30th. The legislators, led by Abigail Spanberger, the Virginia Democrat, and Brian Fitzpatrick, a Pennsylvania Republican, sent a letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy on yesterday asking them to support a bill extending USDA's waiver authority to June 30th of next year. Keep in mind, child nutrition waivers were not reauthorized in the omnibus spending bill, and so far, legislative efforts to expand them before the June 30 deadline have been unsuccessful. U.S. supports pork producers in case before Supreme Court. Friend of the Court briefs from a broad cross-section of states, environmental organization, conservation legal groups, members of Congress, and agribusinesses have been filed in two Supreme Court cases being closely watched by the ag industry. Probably the biggest filing of all is the federal government's brief supporting the National Pork Producers Council and American Farm Bureau Federation and their challenge to the constitutionality of California's animal housing law, Prop 12. Solicitor General Elizabeth Preliger said in the amicus brief that California's attempt to regulate out-of-state entities without a legitimate in-state justification does not become constitutional simply because the state has structured Proposition 12 as a ban on the in-state sale of pork from the offspring of sows confined in a non-compliant manner. Meanwhile, in a wetlands case before the court, William Riley and Carol Browner, former administrators of the EPA, said two Idaho landowners whose wetland enforcement case the court will hear October 1st told the court that Michael and Chantel Sackett's test 
for when wetlands should be regulated ignores that Congress explicitly defined navigable waters for purposes of the statute to mean all waters of the United States, not only those with a continuous connection or that are traditionally navigable. The wetlands case kicks off the court's hearings schedule October 3rd. The Prop 12 case will be heard October 11th. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. WOTUS Roundtable on Northeast set for today. The eighth of ten regional roundtables discussing waters of the U.S., streaming virtually today starting at 1 o'clock Eastern Time, focuses on the Northeast and will feature representatives from the Rodale Institute, National Wildlife Federation, Natural Resources Defense Council, which organized the roundtable. The Environmental Protection Agency has been emphasizing that input from the forums will be used to inform implementation of WOTUS, but an EPA official said at the last roundtable organized by the California Farm Bureau Federation that EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers also would consider uh, use of the comments, quote, in any subsequent rulemaking. Other groups represented at the roundtable include New York City Department of Environmental Protection's Bureau of Water Supply, the Holton Band of Sleet Indians, the Coalition for Wetlands and Forests, and a Maine Beer Company. The final two roundtables are set for June 23rd and 24th. They've been organized by the North Carolina Farm Bureau and County Commissioner Associations in Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. Survey. Recession may be looming, rural bankers fear. Approximately 93% of rural bankers surveyed in a recent report believe there's a better-than-even chance a future recession is coming. And according to the Creighton University Rural Main Street Index, over 42% of these bankers believe there's a more than 75% risk for recession in the next 12 months. A recession, according to Creighton University economist Ernie Goss, likely would have greater immediate impact on urban areas since farmers get some benefit from heightened agriculture commodity prices. But the impacts would still hit rural businesses, which could hurt farmers down the line. The businesses that the farmer deals with are where problems would be, Goss told AgriPulse, but farmers are borrowing more and more, and that puts farmers somewhat at risk. Of course. New Jersey Senator latest to try his hand at farm work. Senate Agriculture Committee member Cory Booker has some firsthand experience with farm labor after joining workers in a New Jersey lettuce field. Booker, the New Jersey Democrat, said he came away from the experience Friday with a renewed appreciation of the incredible job that farm workers do each day in the face of immense challenge and struggle. United Farm Workers President Teresa Romaros 
said farm workers, quote, have done the skilled and often grueling work to keep our food supply stable crisis after crisis. The Senate needs to work just as hard for them. Senator Alex Padilla, the California Democrat, earlier joined UFW and the UFW Foundation in working in a California field. The Senate visits are a part of an effort to promote immigration reform. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, June 21st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.